It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Pipes episode 137, Barber Roundtable Special, coming to you from the lovely Embassy Suites in Birmingham, Alabama. We got a full house this evening. We're f- fresh off a of ride from, from the Barber Vintage Festival, and we're not going to put anything in the coin for this episode. But we are going to drink some beer. Brother Hogan, huh? what's up, baby? Hey. You got a beer over there? Which is? Blue Moon. Blue Moon. You don't sound very in excited. In a koozie? In a koozie. What type of koozie you got? I got a loud pipes koozie. Oh. Very nice. John has no beer, but how are you, buddy? I know, right? I had one earlier. That doesn't count. We're here now. You, you need a Coors Light in your hand, my man. No, no, I'm good. I got a long Even if you on. just had it in your hand, it would just look cool. <laughs> That better? That's better. That's better. <laughs> All right. Nicely done. So, so, Mr. Warfield. Yes. What are you drinking now, my fan? I'm also drinking a Blue Moon. I wonder why we got Blue Moons. The beautiful Belgian white, Belgian-style wheat ale from some corporate conglomerate. Yeah, yeah. But it's still good. It's still good beer. Yeah, and we got to thank who for that nice Blue Moon. We're going to thank our good buddy, Mr. Nobby Tire. Woo-hoo! What's happening, Roger? Yeah! I am drinking uh, light, refreshing Coors Light. Is it still cold? Mountains are blue. Mountains are blue. Mountains are blue. We finally got you on the show. Yeah, you, you managed to do it. Finally. We made it. He had to drive across country to get here to be a part of it. But hey, he's here. He's here. All right. Yeah, I can imagine. How's your butt holding up? It's uh, healed up okay. over the last couple of days. Right. It's been good. You'll be hitting the rope. Yeah. Start over. Uh, feel for you. Daunting. How many miles? Daunting right From Oregon to Barber? 2,791. That a boy. That a boy. That a boy. And John, from your house then to the West Coast, how many miles is it? I think when I get to family in California, it's going to be 3,100. Do you have to change tires on the way there? No, I did that before I left. Oh, okay. I was Me going too. to have the possibility that I was going to have to do fronts, but I did them early, so. Mm. All right. I did them before I left. Do mm. you have an emergency tire patching kit? No, I do not. Ooh. Okay. But I have this thing in my wallet called AAA. Oh, there okay. you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that last episode. AAA? Going to call AAA and tell them me someplace I have it fixed. But the cool thing is, if it's a front tire, I should be able to go to any place have it patched because it's just normal three lug nuts and it comes off. Nice. Right. The back one's a little more complicated. Yeah, that one's going to be a little more complicated. Nice. Well, this is our... You don't have a patch kit either? I don't either. Don't need it. I got towing. Yeah, I got Geico towing. towing. Yeah. 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 Well, this is going to be our barber roundtable. So Roger's here with his 
his father, Jim. So he also wrote in from Oregon slash Washington. So we may hear from him a little bit later. Uh, we may get, he might want to bed. We may get old man Slacker if he doesn't go to bed as well. He had a long flight getting here. And we'll just do a little roundtable. We're going to talk about Barber, talk about our ride down here. A little bit of riding tomorrow for Rico and I, not too much. Mm. And then uh, get ready for next year, whatever that may be. Something new. Exciting. Are we doing something new? Really? Maybe. Really? That, it's on your bucket list. But let's first talk about the ride down here. I think that's probably a good place to start. Man, that was fun. Fun? That was fun. Was it fun? Did you enjoy that ride? It was fun. Well, we had, first, our first surprise was Rico was two up. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry about that. Wendy joined us. No, that's a good surprise, man. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Hopefully she's enjoyed herself she, she a actually, little bit. She actually enjoyed it. You know, she enjoyed seeing all the different motorcycles. She was just like, wow, I didn't expect to see so many bikes in one place. So. Yeah. And the museum's a little overwhelming, too. Yeah. And hopefully she's gotten some decompressing, because I know it's yeah, this is what part she of it. needed to just not have to think about anything. So that's, yeah. that's part of the reason she came, just to zone out. I just want to get away, get away. Yeah, so talking about the ride down, I left at 5.30 from my house. In the a.m. In the a.m. Stopped at my house, and I was packed and ready to rock and roll, baby. Pricing. Well, man, he was packed, but not the bike wasn't packed. Oh, see, <laughs> the pictures didn't look like he was packed. I like John's picture. I rolled the bike out, and I'm about to put the bag on it, and he snaps a picture and says, hey, look, ready? Not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the bag is right there. I just got to strap it on and go. Mm-hmm. But. You know, I was all worried on the trip coming down, worrying about Atlanta traffic, which didn't was, really service, which wasn't bad, but it wasn't very great either. Maybe it was a, a little bad, tiny bad. <sighs> I don't know, tiny bad. But getting through Charlotte, I forgot everything about going through Charlotte rush hour. That came in at rush hour. Oh yeah, you came in, in the morning, right in the morning rush. Yeah, nice job. Yeah, good planning, good planning. Now. I know, right? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> So GPS had me circle around, went through, <laughs> took a longer wet route, but got gas, had some breakfast, got to Rich's. Mm-hmm. Right at 8.45, which was on my plan. Arrival was on time, and we left largely on time. I think we did leave at 9.15. I thought we did. We left on time. We were hauling the mail, and by the time we made our gas stop, we were like 40 minutes ahead of schedule or something like that. First stop, I think we're like 20 minutes ahead. And I think the next one, we're at 40. And then I think at the last one, we were like a good hour and a half. An hour. I think an hour. No, we're an hour and a half ahead. No. Yeah, let's see. I was supposed to meet you at 3.30. You guys say, oh, we just say at 3. Yeah. Yeah. We would have been sooner, but Rich had to help his uh, missus out with the technical support. Uh, I see. Don't blame it on me. <laughs> okay. And then we had a little adventure going down. Rich is, I'm going down north of Atlanta, and Rich goes, Hey, John, your, your, your ball back there looks kind of like nothing's covering. What's happened? <laughs> what happened? So when I went to coming back from Massachusetts, on the back of cover up the, the license plate light, there's a box, a square box that has a clear lens on the bottom and it had a reflector 
face him back. Well, the reflector fell off. Well, it's basically the license plate light, isn't right, it? Right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a company that I will be emailing that makes a replacement add-on that takes the reflector and takes a black out of it, but makes it a red reflector. So you kind of got a stationary tail light, you know, marker running light, right. always on from the license plate light. Well, the I have the piece. It broke cleanly off around where the screw holds it in. So the whole cover is missing. The whole cover fell off. Someplace north of Atlanta. Yeah. So I had, when we met up with Rico, I got on the phone to call a dealership here in Alabama to see if they have them in stock. And no, they don't. Then I did not throw out the old one, so I had to call the wife and have the wife ship me a new one. Or ship me my original down, and I got that today and got it screwed in today. Really? You got it on? Today? Yeah, that's why I had to come back to the hotel. I came back to the hotel to get that and and a trophy. Yeah. Oh. So I I guess I should have called you. So again, I apologize. See, the interesting thing about you losing that is John was leading most of the way. He only dropped back just for, I don't know, it was only a mile or two for whatever reason. We were splitting traffic and I got ahead. Yeah. And it's like, okay, John, come back around me. And it's like, hey, you uh, lost something. <laughs> yeah. So, was it there? Maybe it was those your- rumble strips when we crossed the the HOV lane. <laughs> yeah, that we might be getting several bills times. For. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. We're Four using cycles can be in that lane. The Georgia, the Georgia Pass only lane, the Peach lane, Peach Pass, the Peach Pass. Called. Oh, the Peach Pass. Oh. Well, depends on where you did it. North of Atlanta. You should be all right. On 85. You should be all right. Yeah. Motorcycles can be in that lane. Needless to say, I just was over there. Traffic was moving. I took the lane that wasn't going. I said, well, and you're supposed to only enter them at certain spots. I'm like, right. Double line looks like a good entry point to me. Yeah. I mean, it's right. there, right? There was no barrier. There was no little sticks to smack you in the jump. Just, just a... Just a line on the ground. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, this our guest is very quiet. <laughs> He's probably tired. He's ridden halfway across the country. And he was out in the sun all day, walking for miles. Bacon lazy down here is nuts. Well, it should be a few pounds later. <sighs> well, yeah, he looks a little thinner. <laughs> You're going home lightened up. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to fight you up on the way home? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm fat enough. I don't need fattened up. Well, the food here has been it's been decent. We get fresh hot breakfast, made to order breakfast at the hotel. We get a little happy hour, and we'll say we ordered in pizza that last night for everybody. We did a great little place called Bar Taco on Thursday night with the yeah. fashionista. That yeah. was fun. Yep, good catching up. So that was pretty much our ride in. We picked up Hogan, and then we went a little quicker after that for some reason. I can't figure out why. Somebody asked me to leave. Other than, yes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Rico, you want to lead for a minute? It <laughs> 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 was fun. You know what's interesting? What's On that? that run, I thought my gas gauge was going, I was going to be the one first need one gas. When we filled up yesterday morning, my gas light still hadn't came on yet. Really? Wow. And I only took five gallons. That's impressive. 
So kind of hard. Yeah, I was the first one to tap out on the fuel. <laughs> so yours came on as we were going to fuel, and mine was on before we got here. Yeah, you. So it was like miles. twenty some, almost thirty miles from the light until we fueled up. And then John was taking a sweet time trying to find a gas station for you. <laughs> I know. He's <laughs> like, you know what? There's one over by Barber. That's it's only it's twenty five minutes <laughs> just up the road. I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I did. I was like, man, he's going to push chuckling. eventually. Uh, well, a good thing is, if I do have to push it, it's a lot lighter than the Harley. So, well, we could just suck some gas out of Jim, or Roger's bike. You know, he's got that Connie that probably got 20 gallons of gas in it. Well, we were smart enough to fill up the night before. We didn't need gas. Oh, nice. He was thinking, we don't think that far ahead. See, what we were thinking is. It's happy hour time. Right. <laughs> it's happy hour time. We've been in traffic, been on a bike all day. Happy hour is about to start. We, we, we wanted to get here. Plus, we have to check in. You know, all these time-consuming things. It's time to drink. <laughs> and, and you know, the bad part was an hour out, I hear, hey, Wendy, you, you got to go bathroom, don't you? You got to go pee, don't you, Wendy? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> so Rich goes at, when we picked up Rich and Rico, or Wendy and Rico. Uh, Rico and Wendy. Right. Rich goes up to Wendy and says, you know, you can say about 100 miles, you got to go bathroom. It's, it, okay. it's going to be a two hour ride, but you know what? If you want to stop halfway, that's it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. We'll do it for you. So, so we get an hour out, and I'm like, Rich, like, yeah, we gotta go to stretch. Yeah, Rich, you see Rich trying to adjust and stretch and all this. I'm Rich like, is like, oh, here it goes. I, 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 I can you just stop, guys. I gotta go pee. <laughs> Suck it up. We got an hour to go. Come on. Oh, and that's the other thing is on the way down with Rich and I, we were, we get down to stop, and I've mapped out 120 miles. This is after we did our first stop. Rich goes. We get 50 miles in. He goes, I got to pee. I'm like, 60 more miles, buddy. 60 more miles. Let's go. Hold it in. Hold it in. We're not stopping. Did he make it? And we get to the gas station. He says, you going to stand here? I'm like, yep. He goes, okay, I'll be back. It was like that scene at Austin Powers, just like the never ending. Well, the sad part is today at Barber, when we're in the up in the men's room, and I was rehydrating myself and everything. I go up to the bat, up to the wait, you're wait, yeah, what? rehydrating in the, in the men's bathroom. bathroom. Awkward. Okay. Well, that came over. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Proceed. As I was relieving this myself in the bathroom, standing in line waiting for a urinal, it's like these people. There was a guy that stood there for like two people, two other people still going. I'm like, um, come on, any day now, I gotta go. Come on. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Was he going, or maybe he couldn't get it going? I don't know. You know? Stage right, stage right, stage right. Too many people watching. Mm, stage, <laughs> stage right, stage right. Okay, so anyways, nice. there's our ride down. John was looking thirsty, <laughs> staring <laughs> the man. It's like I'm just gonna wait till he leaves. <laughs> yeah, he's creeping me out. <laughs> creeping, he's looking at me weird. So since Roger came across 2,700 miles. Any cool adventures before we get to our festival here? Any cool tidbits, things you experienced, things you hated? Um, you know, first off, my dad 
was, I don't know if you, if everybody knew or not, but he was on the fence on whether or not he was coming. He had some um, health issues he was dealing with, and um, so he was unsure until probably two weeks before we came, and he decided, you know, that he could make it. So, luckily, my dad got to come with me, and I got to spend, you know, a lot of time with him. That's cool. Nice. It, it really, very cool. really awesome. Uh, kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get to come and do this with my dad. Nice. <clears throat> so that to start off was great. Um, you know, <laughs> loud pipes bringing families closer, <laughs> <laughs> making memories, building bonds. You know, since 2014. <laughs> Next T-shirt, Natalie. Get started. On <laughs> uh, then you know the days were long. We were doing 550 miles a day, so the days were long in the saddle. Uh, butt was sore when we got here. Um, we stopped in Idaho, in Twin Falls, Idaho first, and it was cold in the mornings, and we got a little bit of rain here and there. Um, when we left Twin Falls, we went down through Utah and into Colorado, and on Tuesday morning, we were being chased down by Rosa, Hurricane Rosa out of the, out of <laughs> off the pacific Shut up, uh, yeah uh the remnants of it so it was rain rain and wind when we were coming through the rockies so that was exciting going over there over the hills with with rain and fog at the top and it was cold 40 degrees so it was cold and uh then we finally got down out of the rockies into uh eastern colorado and into new mexico and it warmed up but we got the wind, and it was windy from New Mexico to Oklahoma City, Jeez. and that's a that's a day and a half of of wind. Wind, yeah, and it was it was was that bike, bike pushing into the wind? Type yeah, of Ooh. yeah, long long mm-hmm. days in the wind, but it was fun. Um, you know, you get to hone your skills. Right, it's not something we've experienced a lot of. Yeah, so to get to do that was fun. How'd your dad do in that? Uh, dad is doing well. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he's, he's, said little... he's looking forward to heading home to wear out the other side of the town. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, he was a little less comfortable in the wind, so it took him a little while longer to get comfortable. But once he did, he mellowed out, yeah. calmed down, and, and uh, started to enjoy it again. But was he cussing you out the whole time while he was trying to deal with the there wind? might have been. <laughs> a couple of F-bumps. <laughs> Four letter words flying here and there. I don't know why I let you talk me into this, son. <laughs> Might have been that. Might have got mentioned a couple times. <laughs> I hope this stops at some point. <laughs> have him start listening to the show from one thirty eight on. Right. <laughs> Be a good place to start. You know, right. yeah, you should start, get a fresh perspective uh, yes. and just start right here. Yes. Uh, then we went through Arkansas and. Mississippi, Texas. It was. It was. Uh, I was glad to get off the bike when we got here, yeah. to Alabama for sure. Wow. It's been nice to be off it for a couple of days, and then we get back going again. But it's hot in Alabama. Yeah, it's hot here. Humid. Holy just, smokes! It's like a swamp. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if this is normal. This is a, a tad warmer than normal. This but is a most from people state. are. Saying hmm? this is a from state, 
from state. Yeah, nobody moves to Alabama. To Alabama. They, they move, move from, from Alabama. Yeah. yeah. It's a supplier. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> supplier. Transplant supplier. So what do you think of Alabama? It's beautiful country down here. Just humid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hot, humid. I could deal without that. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, as we talk to people around events this weekend, it is one of the more hottest years they've had here at the festival. Yeah. At the time, it is hot. It's humid. And even being from North Carolina, I mean, Rico, you know, and Rich are all from the from yeah. North Carolina, South Carolina area. It should it's, be in the 80s, but not near 90. Or yeah, I mean, it's over been 90, like just it's been. hot. And I guess, you know, the thing is, it would have been nice if there was some, it was more cloudy. I think if the sun wasn't out. Partly cloudy, a little breeze would have helped, anything. Yeah, yeah. But there were points where the sun was out, there wasn't a cloud to be found, and not a wisp in the air. <laughs> just right. still hot, humid air. Yeah. It's funny because I'm looking at three tomatoes right now. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, my head is. Hang on, hang on. Let me see here. You look a little more brown there, Rico. Yeah, know, right? You get a little more tan over I there, buddy? I did. I got a little tan. Well, get a little more brown he's chocolate. smarter than me. He was wearing a hat all yeah. weekend. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make a difference. It's like you sit there and you're sweating a hat. Yeah. I had a. Or you I get burned. I carried a towel the entire time. I think you did Me too, too. Right? Yeah. I got one of those. Yeah, Richard had his really red. Is it burning? Not yet. Not going to feel too great in that helmet tomorrow. I know that. <laughs> so, and and unfortunately, my plan was not to hit the museum again this time. We only did that for one reason. One reason. Unfortunately, I spent $25 so I could have some AC. Air conditioning. Man, that was nice. And the the expansion was nice, but I've been saying for two days that they had the thermostat set on produce (laughs) in that thing because, boy, was it chilly in there. Felt good. Yeah, yeah, John may have not liked to spend the twenty five dollars, but he was in there awful lot. Yeah, he was in there. (laughs) I was like, John, where you at? Oh, I'm over in the museum. Really? And I could tell he really didn't. He really didn't do it for the museum because he like parked himself in the cafe with a drink and something to eat. Uh And you, well, you and Roger sat there for like two hours the one day, right? Yeah, we sat there yesterday on Friday, shooting shooting the breeze, just hanging out, chilling. Yeah, I took in a lot of the museum again. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, there's some stuff, you know, the new section they did. They had a silent auction today, and I listened to some of that stuff being sold. I think they sold a, I think they sold a Buell for five hundred for nine hundred bucks was auctioned off today. What? Yeah, nine hundred dollars. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, nine hundred. Jeez, I think that's all it was. Was it a black? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's about right. It was just really interesting. I don't know. They had some other bikes that went, I thought, really low end, but. Hmm. Interesting. Proud. It would be a blast, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is our third year at Barber. And before we talk about our experience, I guess we'll hit Roger first. Your first time to the festival. First time to the museum. And and, and I'll put this one real quick. Don't lead the witness. Come on now. No, no. No. Don't take in effect of what we said. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's just get your take. Um, just initial reaction. What was kind of the first couple of hours at the festival? Um, for me, other than being soaking wet and hot, <laughs> for me, uh, it wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be. Uh, my expectations were bigger. 
you know, I, the first day. Yeah, the first day. I, my expectations were higher. I thought that there would be a lot more vendors. I thought there would be uh, more people. Mm-hmm. You know, when I hear seventy thousand people, I expect a lot, yeah. a lot more. And I, I didn't see that Friday. There was more today, but not Friday. Um, so crowd wise, today was more what you, what you it was thought closer. would be there. Yeah, yeah. We've seen it where it was just crazier than today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I've gone to other events, racing events, that type of stuff, it's you know wall, creeping wall. through crowds, trying to get through, and mm. it was not that. I, it is a big area, though. It's a lot of a lot of room yeah. for people to spread out. So that was kind of nice, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was good. Um, my intentions coming down here were not to uh, soak in that thing. It was really to get to know you guys, meet you guys. That, that was my that was my goal to come down here. It was not awesome. was not really the Barber Festival. It was to, yeah. to hang out with you guys. I agree, and I think that was a lot of that was a lot of the fun. Was you know leaving the heat and the crowds and all that coming back here and just chilling in the hotel for happy hour and the first two nights we didn't record anything we were just hanging out. enjoying the company drinking yeah. beer hanging out we were exhausted for another thing mm-hmm. and yes yeah, fire really, whiskey that's really cool. pretty good oh yeah i'm still ain't, ain't right after all that <laughs> how's that uh, you told me to bring it i know but i wasn't don't, thinking don't fireball me. type fire don't blame me you probably you didn't said, have to drink it all the first said, night oh my god when I said Jim Beam Fire, I didn't think you were going to bring Jim Beam Fire. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> Rico said. Oh, I didn't know. One night I said, I'm drinking some Jim Beam. I, all he I said, heard was Jim Beam. And I was like, yeah, Jim Beam. Because I drink Jim Beam like doubled age with my uh, cigar. So I was expecting something that, that something sweet. Instead, you got a fireball. Fireball. And but that's got, okay. But thank you, John. I appreciate then, you, but you got bringing it. Barrett. But we finished it. We finished the bottle. Thanks to Roger. <laughs> no, but in, the, in his, I had in his stiff, in his stiff <laughs> I had the brilliant idea. I was like, well, we got to cut it with some. So I got even sweeter Coca-Cola <laughs> to mix with it. Yeah. So now we had super sweet Fireball with Coke. I'm not sure that was the best combo. Yeah. And that was the first night. Popped that out. I we had killed like, it. Yeah. Killed the you guys killed it. I think I came back from something. You guys, it's gone. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm sitting in a chair and I'm like, and then you went to bed. Then you, yeah, you I'm like, passed out. I'm like sitting in a chair. I'm like, I'm gonna go to sleep. And I go like, on the couch and out. I'm gone. And you guys party for another two hours. Yeah, something like that. Roger's a lot more fun than you are. Wow. Still no. Beer. And he drove across country. And he has no beer. Hey, he's he's a little low on beer. You need another beer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I'm slipping. Keep talking, Augie. Rich is slacking on his duty. Come on, open up the refrigerator. That was a fun night, though. We had a good time. It was. Yeah, the next morning, though, you guys were. I heard were paying for it. It was. I've had better mornings <laughs> for sure. Uh-huh. Breakfast was good. They have a hot breakfast here. Scrambled egg. Yeah. How, how is the breakfast here? Anyways, talking about that. I thought it was good. It was it was better than the hotels we were at prior to here. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, breakfast good. Happy hour is good. It's nice that they offer beer, wine, and mixed drinks at the happy hour. 
made a real decent margarita, I thought. Times three. Yep. Yep. Really good. good stuff. So let's see. I guess we'll talk about our barber feeling, and I think people can probably guess at this point we were a little bit disappointed. And just as, as Roger said, vendor area was smaller, crowds were thinner, Ace Corner was kind of a mess. That wasn't really set up yet, and it was still bummed about that. Very, it was much smaller than it was last year. Now, granted, we only went Friday between. I wasn't here the, the years before. How was it different between this year and the years before? So the Ace Corner previously, when you first come through that tunnel, uh-huh. that area immediately in front of you had one or two stages that bands were playing on, and it all was big. all full of custom bikes and vendors. Wow. In that grassy area there. Mm-hmm. Then you go up the hill, and then there was a like a cold down section of custom bikes. Like the better ones were pushed up the hill. Okay. Not, I don't remember. There wasn't really vendors up there, but there were these big tents that you could sit under, and there were like these nice high top tables, and then the food and the drink around the side, just like they had. But yeah. wh- whoever decided to switch that big tent to those little drink umbrellas on top of the table, right. that was. To me, that was a step in the wrong direction because yeah. it was a nice, good-sized tent. It was probably a couple of them that were, like, pushed together, but it was just nice. nice it would have been nice sun refuge, yeah, yeah, for this weekend. Yep. What types of vendors were there? Uh, mostly motorcycles. It was, Triumph was set up there. Uh, well, two years ago, we were there. Triumph was set up for sure. Um, BMW had a mini, like, custom display, and then it was, like, just your general bike swag stuff yeah you know gear and whatnot yeah shirts trinkets yeah trinkets yeah there was an art art shop there i thought just all sorts of motorcycle stuff there to go look at but it was kind of your typical like vendor row but it was all specific to the ace cafe feel right okay you know all had that sort of british custom feel to it okay even the little bmw display that was there it was all stuff done out like cafe racers and, and bobbers and stuff like that it wasn't like the adventure bikes and, and sport bikes and things yeah. like that. It was all themed in that ace feel. Yeah. Okay. And it was just a funky, like cool place to hang out. Yeah. It just had a really good vibe over there. Yeah. You just, you see all types of bike, like rat bikes you'll find up there. Just uh-huh. anything that was out of the ordinary, you'll see up there in the ace cafe. Nice. It just wasn't there this year. And there was a custom competition that ended when we were there, like on the second or third day. And the trophy was presented up on that hill. Okay. You know, because I remember them went in, the guy was like drinking beer out of the trophy and they were having a good time. Mm-hmm. It just, it was just a really cool vibe there. So it was disappointing to walk in and see it like half set up and nobody there. Yeah. Did you guys go out there today at all? Didn't make it out there today. No, we were just so disappointed and so heartbroken. We just <laughs> couldn't do it to myself. Yeah. yeah I wasn't going to go all the way out back out there again for what we yeah. had seen the day before. Right. Yeah, it was. Well, that and I wanted to watch more racing and not having that big tent over there. It's like, I'm going to get baked anywhere I watch the racing. Why do I want to get on the tram and, you know, haul my butt over to the ace corner when I can just go sit down here by the bridge? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. The sixth floor of the museum is a great place to watch and it's air conditioned. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bring a chair. Agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The so, thing we did do today was the... Dirt bike, that was cool. Yeah, want to see some of the cross country vintage motocross bikes or vintage off road bikes, like seventies era machines racing through the woods. We missed the trials, but 
we did get to see some of the woods racing, and that was pretty neat. Yeah, got some good video of that. Nice. Yeah, when I was like, "Where did Rich go?" Me and Wendy was. He was just I here. wandered down yeah, into the woods. Down, he's down there with his camera, <laughs> taking pictures and stuff. Like, in the woods of Alabama, yeah. And the and the smell of two stroke oil was oh, definitely yeah. nostalgic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Winnie stuff. was even like, "I want to ride dirt bikes." And I was like, "What? <laughs> Sweet, CAW, here we go." Yeah, she's like, "Wow, it looks cool." Mm-hmm. That was neat. Uh, let's see. I'll talk about some other highlights. I, I did enjoy some of the racing this year, maybe even maybe a little more so than years past, because now I'm trying to ride that kind of bike and get on the track myself. But I did find myself watching a little more racing and, and paying attention to what they're doing instead of just enjoying the sights and sounds. Now, you think you'd be able to lean over as far as they were leaning over? Not immediately, no. no. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. That's no way to be. No. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I did notice. I did notice. <laughs> many of them had the MotoGP style shifters. Hmm. Where to upshift, you would just kick it down instead of the other way. So I thought that was pretty neat. I really, I didn't realize that they were doing that. Especially those the louder twins that were running. How did I, you find that? Did you go out there to, to the pit? To no, talk I was to just them? watching them shift. Okay. As they come out of the corner, you can see them. They were just clicking down, clicking down. Okay. So I was like, ah, they're using GP style shifting. So I thought that was a neat, a neat little detail. But yeah, then our track ride, parade laps. Yeah. How'd that work out? <laughs> I don't want to be harsh, but the word that comes to mind is lame. Whoa. Lame. I think that, okay, that's a little harsh. No, you were right. It's a parade lap. It's not a track day, as they tell you, and I get it. However, I don't know. It could, could be better. I don't need to do track day again, I think is what I'm saying. It wow. was fu- fun to be out on the track. It was fun to ride with everyone that came with us. We had uh, John Jones was behind me. Kevin from Throttle was to my left. Rico and John in front. You didn't do the track. Oh, I'm looking God. at Roger going, wait a minute, where were you? No, you weren't on the track. There was, uh, Sir Mike. Sir Mike yeah. was in front as well. Trying to trying to keep up with me. Trying to keep up with Rico. And I've, I have that on video, so I have my, my parade laps. That's not the way Mike tells it. On video. <laughs> Today, uh, Roger's dad and I were sitting in the fan zone area underneath the tent and this other couple said, hey, talk to them. And they said, do you track date? Do the parade? I'm like, yeah, I did the parade. It was bad. Said, Have you ever done it? Yeah, I did it five years ago. I said, well, be glad you did it back then. And he says, his only rule was do not pass the leader. That would have been fun. Yeah. And we only did two laps because um, somebody had an off in one of the corners. So that yeah, on an easy corner, too. Ended the parade lap. Yeah. Well, at the end of a straightaway, essentially. Yeah. Not even into the, not even at the, to really the turn in, even. Yeah. Just, just straight out in the kitty litter. Yeah. I couldn't just, I was like, how did he do it over there? Just couldn't get it. I was like, oh, well. Not sure. I don't know. Something's weird. I wonder if there was, was there a lot of people that did it? No, there were people had pulled over. I guess they were friends of his, pull over to help him up. 
when I when I came around the corner, they were trying to lift the bike up and gas was spewing out of it. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, they were already trying to pick it up when we got there. Uh-huh. But it it appeared to be one bike down. Yeah. yeah. If there were others, they were gone when I mean, we got there. How many were doing the track day parade lap all together, do you know? Oh, ah. 50 bikes, 70 yeah, bikes. maybe. Probably 50. I think they probably cut it off at like 100. I don't know, but I also realized when we did it last time, Prairie Lap had a lot. Yeah, it was a big group big last year. Last time? Mm-hmm. Two years ago. More I keep saying time. last year. Two years ago. And unfortunately, be kind of even, not trying to be harsh on your car, but when you sit there and pay $40, for parade laps. For parade lap. And weren't they five dollars the first time we I did it? I think they're like ten or twenty when you first guys first did it. And and the guys that 40. said it five years ago was like twenty bucks. Huh. And now it's forty. Forty. Man, it's pretty pedestrian. But I guess for me it, it just solidified that it's time to get on a track day. Yeah. Rip that was a big thing, trying to get that bike uh, on the track. Yeah. Kind of put it through its paces. See what it feels like. And you kind of wrote, you got to see too much leaning in that uh, video we watched. Well, I'm going fast enough to lean. <laughs> My goodness. Talking about some things, you know, as we talk about that bike and some mechanical issues, I hear there's a little problem going on. Well, after 18 years of... <laughs> it still needs a diaper. <laughs> it still needs a diaper, yeah. But yeah, we're, me and Rich are talking about this. After 18 years of not having to do a thing to that bike, for the gaskets now to just be needing to be replaced. It's pretty pretty awesome for a bike that old. Well, no, I have no qualms with it, and I agree with that. And I think what Rich needs to do, and I said this. Just switch gears. He's, he's you know, way up in the <laughs> revenue. Just switch the gear already. <laughs> <laughs> well, what he needs to do is come this winter. He's got that stand. Take the lowers off. Drain the oil and change all the gaskets. Yeah. Oosh. Project. It's just that simple. It's that simple. There you go. He's going to come over and help. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I even bought the leathers. I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but uh-uh. I bought a new leather jacket, perforated leather, and pants. How does they work out? I only wore the jacket, so I'll let you know when I wear them. How was the jacket? <laughs> does it vent well? Oh, the jacket was great, yeah. The jacket vents well, but the only problem is there are no zippers in it. So you get what you get with the perforations, and if that's not enough, that's it. There are no other vents you can open. So that was kind of, as it got hotter and hotter as we rode, I was like, okay, I just don't feel cooling on the perforations anymore. I ended up just unzipping it. (laughs) There was a guy in all leathers uh, walking. Wow. Kudos to him. Yeah. All leathers, boots, and a backpack. And he was just drenched. I was just like soggy diaper butt like a mofo. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, I felt bad for him because he was. Uh, like, uh, oh, you poor guy. But I, I contemplated riding down here with the new leather pants just to kind of like break them in. I'm so glad I did not do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, when we went to the vent, I mean, we played smart. We wore shorts underneath our pants. Yes. And got there, changing the sneakers and just yeah. kind of. That's a huge tip if you're coming to this event or probably many others. Bring some shorts, bring some other shoes. 
Yep. Don't walk around in your motorcycle. Don't boots. walk around in your riding gear. Yeah. You're just going to be miserable. Bring a towel. There's a lot yeah, of water. Bring a towel. A Drink a lot of water or before, during, and after. Booth, and they'll give you a towel. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Which booth? <laughs> the Indian booth. Yeah. Hmm. They they hand out toilet paper with their bikes. Mm-hmm. Well, it did have a in the fan zone. There was a first aid group there that had sun uh, sunscreen that you could get. That would have been nice. Oh, the yeah. little doctor or nurse area. Yeah. yeah, they had that sitting there. So we got some sunscreen before we got there. Did you get some? I used John's sunscreen twice. You missed really? a spot. You missed the big spot. Well, the problem is all the sweat, and then I end up like wiping it off my hand, and then I'm sure that rubs off the sunblock. Uh-huh. It doesn't hurt. I know it looks red, it but looks red. it doesn't hurt. It's going to hurt. <laughs> it might peel. I'm not going to tell you about it tomorrow because I'll have other things to bitch about <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> I feel sorry for you, Rico. Sorry. You're going to hear, Rico, we need to stop. No, I'm just stop. Yeah. <laughs> just put on a blinker and pull off the yeah, highway. Yeah. Rico, we're going to stop here. All right, let's All up right. here. Be like, Rico, look, Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, let's He'll do be it. there before me. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, I found this good coffee spot there, too. It's called uh, Flat Track Coffee. Yeah, Flat Track Roaster, Flat Track Coffee, something yeah. like that. Did you, get, did you get your cup of Joe today? I did. You got to get a cup Jones tomorrow? For it. Huh? You got to go back it, tomorrow? I don't know. We'll go back tomorrow or not. They always a free cup because we ordered. We bought two cups, and we drank one. We were supposed to just do walk through the uh, swap meet and come back, but we ended up doing catching up with you guys or something and not going back. So... Are you it, drinking hot coffee? Yeah, it was ju- it was just that good. It was sorry, it was good. good well, I had the iced oh. coffee, but it was good. It was very good. It was good. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> All right. So what about the festival? Anything else? Yeah, I was gonna say we need. There's got to be some more positives. I think. Oh, the the wall of death was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, Navi. How was the the ring? The globe of the gl- death. The globe, the globe of, death. of death is very cool. Yeah, uh-huh. they have the what was uh-huh. her name Olga Olga Loco. Yeah, uh-huh. crazy. She Olga. was yeah she she was really good. Intense. It was it was great to see her. Mm. She could, she could ride a bike. Why are you trying to start trouble for the man? Huh? Right? Come on, now. <laughs> not me. I would never do anything. That was Roger. <laughs> <laughs> but she's the number one in the world of female riders. Yeah, globe rider of globe riders. Yeah, I, I think there's only four. Them, there's only four female globe riders, but still. Yeah, I don't know how they rank them. Probably skill. Crazy. How fast they could, can do something. The ones that don't crash, right? You don't crash. I thought that was into museum. I, for me, it was my first time seeing a museum, and and that thing is incredible. Yeah, the right? amount of bikes they have in there, in the and it's detail. Well done too. Yeah. yeah, it's very well done. It's it's an amazing place. Just just the just the museum itself. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Yeah, that's we, we've said that before. That that's worth a trip all by itself. You could come see that for a couple of days, yeah. regardless of any festival or any other activity. Just make the trip. Go spend a few days there, and it is well worth the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is every type of bike imaginable, and. Several, the 
that are unimaginable. I have a bunch there that I never even heard of. I don't think they have a slingshot in there. Slingshot? I hope not. Not a slingshot. I wouldn't think no. I didn't see any slingshots in there. No, I don't think you would. Maybe. There's a spider. Yeah, spider. Hey, spider. There's a spider. Like an original one, isn't it? It's yeah. like it's like a Gen One. Yeah, it's Gen One. I think it's an 09. Yeah. GS. Well, I, I had two heartwarming moments in the museum. They uh-huh. now have a deuce on display. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. It's a Screaming Eagle edition, ninety-five cubic inch, but still cool to see it. And my first love. The KLR 650 made it into the museum. Really? Yeah. You saw it? I missed that. And someone there, the back someone there has a good sense of humor because parked right next to the KLR 650 was the BMW GS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, somebody here has got a funny bone. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Well, yeah, yeah, the new wing was nice. The, yeah, oh, yeah, the drag. The section that focused on uh, drag bikes was mm-hmm. cool. The dirt bike section, like kind of like a simulated motocross track. Yeah, which I thought was sand, by the way. When I went to get a handful of sand, it was all like, hard, hard plaster. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, the, the neat thing is, is they had like a ribbon of bikes that would kind of go in around a turn over a jump and into another turn. And the bikes evolved through the years, but the track surface evolved through the years. So you just have like this, you know, what looks more like a mud pile, mud puddle type of thing to after the jump, then it's like these deep rooted grooves, you know, of what you see today with Supercross and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was really neat to see the, the progression of bikes in that. So, and then some, I, I saw several things in the museum I didn't see the last couple of times we were there. So it's neat to see they keep kind of refreshing the bikes and moving things around a little bit. Now that they have more space, they could pull, probably pull some of them out. Yeah. Put them on display. And I spent some time in the basement. I had not gone down there before where the, the race cars are in the restoration area. Mm-hmm. They had the doors open to the storage room with all the stuff that's not out on display yet. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them you can see, some of them are covered up. But it's like there's racks and racks of them in storage yet to be restored and brought back out into the museum wow. so there's even more to come in the future I, I talked to one of the curators there and asked him how many bikes he said that there was 950 bikes on display Active. and 1600 bikes that they have there on the facility wow so there's another 700 yeah almost another museum see. yeah yeah you would think you know, maybe it's just me that they will group. I know it's nice to just have them scattered out, a mishmash of different uh, bikes together, but I would like to see more organization around, okay, here's the Harley section, here's the BMW section. and so there, There's some theming to the sections. Mm-hmm. I, and I get what you're saying. It does seem a little random yeah. with some of it. But there's some theming, and I think the new newer sections, there's even more theming. Like the Harley section, for example, in that back right, corner. right. You know, it's like one whole section devoted to various Harleys. And all the evolutions of them, yeah. So that was nice. But yeah, I just, yeah. to be able to see all the bikes together in one spot, I guess yeah. it would be a little easier to digest. Oh, the other cool thing, the large display of Eric Buell oh, yeah, motorcycles. Yeah. So like the early Buells, they had some prototypes, yeah, it looked like. About. So you were able to see all that. Yeah, it was, all, it was like a, a row of Buell. Yeah. 
which was really cool to see. Right, you know, right up to the latest ones that they were making under EBR. Talking about that's all I'm saying. Sorry. Yeah. No, I agree with you, but it's it's getting there. I didn't realize that Buell was making a dirt bike, but they had a prototype (laughs) of a dirt bike there that never made production. But interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess that goes to show companies try everything, but they don't necessarily release everything. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm sure Harley's had an ADV bike running around for a long time before they actually decided, yeah, maybe we should make one of those. Yeah. Oh, and they had two swap, meets, two swap meets this year. Two swap meet sections. Section. Mm-hmm. Section. Yeah. A little expanded demo rides. Mm-hmm. BMW, KTM, and Harley. More bikes. More bikes. More bikes. Ducati was there, there. Were they doing demo rides? Well, they had the Ducati owners corral. Is that what that was up there on the, the hill? The Desmo yeah. Desmo Club. Yeah, oh, okay. that wasn't. I don't think there was any rides being. And I think Yamaha was there, there too. Wasn't Yamaha something? Yeah, Yamaha was there over by the dirt section. Did it? Was yeah. it like the factory truck, or was it just like? I the, didn't go over there. I just heard we'd seen that yeah. girl in the tram wearing a Yamaha shirt. She was talking about. Well, maybe we should go back tomorrow and check that out. You do that. <laughs> All depends on when I get up. It's ten thirty now, so shh. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Man. Ten thirty on Saturday. Here we are. Everybody looks beat. Yep. I'm not packed. You're not packed. You got work to do. I guess your dad's not coming. No, he was in the shower when I left. He Old was... man Slacker's not coming. Yeah, he was he wasn't coming. See what else? Anybody take any good pictures they want to share? I'm not going to share them over the radio. <laughs> so, before we cut this down and shut this down, what we do have to give props to, we saw Justin from J. Webster Design and his Triumph built. Amazing. That it's is incredible. Pretty pictures have nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. You can't, you can't explain the detail that he's done in I know today, when I stopped by and saw him again, there was a couple guys with Triumph shirts, and I'm not sure if they worked with Triumph. He didn't know. Right. But they pretty much said, awesome job, you know. Yeah, they were kudos, all over it. All over it. And there's another guy, something else that they've been looking at bikes and saying who had the best bike. And he said to his buddy, said, uh, you know the other bike I said? And he goes, yeah. He goes, this is number one, best bike there. Forget that one I told you about earlier. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> I mean, but some cool stuff coming from Justin. I see, I feel in the future, yeah, some cool stuff coming. So. Yeah, it's like everything he decides to put his mind to comes out fantastic. So and, can't and, wait. And if anybody's looking for CB five fifty, he has a seventy four seventy four CB five fifty. That custom one he has is available for sale. So how much you want? For and it? is that called? Is that the one that he called the City Scrambler? Is that it what might it have was been. called? Might have been. I have to look that up. That was featured in Bike XF as well. All three of them have been featured. Oh, there you go. Oh, but the 550 is in the calendar I have. That's what I... No, I think the 750 is. 700 was the first one. You want to make a bet? No, I don't want to make a bet with you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's numbers we think. But if you guys, anybody wants to that listen to us, so look for a custom bike. 
And that's a cool enough flag. Hey, Rico, you're even interested in something. I, 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 if I had the scratch, I would totally get it. Totally would get it. I mean, I know people are even talking to him about that bike and asking if the exhaust is on it, if it was a kit, and he's like, no. One-off. Yeah. One-offs, and he says, hey, if, you know, you want something done, just, you know, bring it down to me, and I'll make it. I need the bike. But there's so much more detail on that Triumph than even what we talked about on the show. Like, I know he mentioned that he made the triple trees for that. Yeah. But until you start looking at it closely, and we talked about it again and all the detail, just amazing. And then the rear suspension. So that that custom monoshock that's in the back, you're thinking, or you might think if you didn't know, like, oh, that's pretty cool. You, you had a custom monoshock put on. And then realize the Scrambler bike that that came from had dual shocks. So it was not a mono shock to begin with. That all had to be created. Yeah, it's a one. The swing arm design. had to be modified and that shock had to be custom built and designed for the, a bike that did not have one in the first place. Yeah, and I bet it rides so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Just looks awesome. And, I, and he fired it up for me. Did later, he? later today. Did. Sure. Oh, did he again? Well, it was the crowd had thinned out, and he fired it up. I got a good video of it. I don't know how good the sound is because it was my phone, but uh, well, let's let's see that. I got another firing of it. Well, we'll do that after we shut this down. All right, all right. And, and, and that's funny because Rich said this morning. I was going over. Says I bet Justin fired up, and he goes, "No, he probably doesn't even have gas." And I'm like, "I bet she does." I, yeah, I didn't think there was any gas in it. Just. You know, transporting them, they're inside a van or a trailer. And, and, and the thing is, if you sit there, I mean, they did it in a museum. You fire up a bike, they fired up stuff in that museum, and people just gawked. I mean, Everybody comes over. Yeah. I mean, if you sat there and every so often fire up one of those bikes. Well, I think the people. funny thing is, the noise that came out of that thing was just glorious, but the sound, it was very loud. And right next to him was a guy selling custom earplugs. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of custom earplugs. Yeah, Scott, speaking about those, Rogers, how are you customer plugs? <laughs> I don't know. I really haven't tried them yet. But we did buy some today. Uh, you know, on my way out here, I wore your plugs. From that place? Yeah. Um, on my way out here, I, I wore your plugs all the way out, and my ears were sore from wearing them five days in a row. And uh, so I wanted something different in these things. They custom make them. They, they uh, form fit them to your ears. It's kind of cool. So we'll what did you do? Pour something down in your ear to they did, yeah. They put like a, a little stopper with a string on it, and then they it looked like a small caulking gun, and they just squirted it in your ear. Really? Yeah. Was it Let warm? It dry? No. <laughs> well, not any warmer than anything else <laughs> out there, anyway. <laughs> they're a they're a, a learned way to put them in your ear. They kind of. Because they're form fitted, they have to be put in. Yeah, you have to like twist them and rotate them. Yeah, you put them in and then spin them into your ear canal. And so Where's that's a that's a little. There's going to be John, a learning did you get curve some with too? that. Really? How much were those? Two bills. Really? Right? No, no, no. With I thought the they were two hundred dollars. With the speakers, they were started at two hundred. With oh, the ear plugs themselves were sixty. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I wish I would have known that. Thanks. You, you were go back tomorrow. You were there. You were too busy having a latte. Yeah. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I bought two and I only got one. I know. <laughs> Whatever. 
throw that in there. <laughs> I, you can only buy them at a uh, event that they are at because they are custom made. Mm-hmm. So you can't get them unless you're at an event where he's at. How long did it take him to make it for you? Uh, and they're ready, like after five minutes. Well, let me see that. They had the cure, didn't they? You came back and got them the next day. Uh, well, he, he or is that just because them up? He 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 makes the mold. You got, and then, you got them dirty already, uh, John. So, and that took you know a couple minutes for him to put the stuff in your ear. Then you had to wait for it to harden uh, harden up a little bit, and then he pulled them out. And he said we'd come back in an hour and get them. He takes a little Dremel tool and cleans up the edges and, oh. and makes it pretty. And then he, he said that he puts a coating on them so that they won't, uh, an antibacterial coating on them so they don't get give you an ear infection. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and, yeah, we went back the next day and just grabbed them in the morning. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the place? Do you remember? Um, Fit Ear. Fit Ear. Fit Ear. Cool. I think no. it's in. No, he can't hear us. I know. We just talk bad about him now. Right. I need to turn his mic down now. He's going to start shouting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, since this is a full episode, we should thank some people. Yup. And Let's start with the guy sitting across. We'll start with Mr. Nobby Tire. Roger, thanks for hanging out and your support. I appreciate it. We really thanks do. for uh, making me feel like part of the group. I, I appreciate it. I had a great time. So thank you guys. We did as well. Let's thank the rest of our group. That would be our first five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Brother Zion. Thank you, fellas. Slack pack is going to be Chuck, Nobby Tire himself, Old Man Slacker, who we saw earlier, Sir Mike, who we saw earlier, and Squatchy Pete. Squatchy Pete. Barbershop is Chad, Steven, and Jacob. Chad, you're going to see soon. And Jacob, you will see after that. Correct. Yep. All right. Oh, you're going to see Chuck as well? I skipped I right over him. Chuck next week. Okay. Then we have the big group. Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, James, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, Sean, and Tony makes up our lovely riders group. How many of those guys are you going to see, John? I have said again. The only one other person I want to see is uh, Tony. Is Big Joe. Okay. Is there any other one I want to see on the uh, trip? All right. Then we have Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, and Jared rounds out the insiders. If you want to join our nice little group, where would they do that, Roger? Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Loudpipes.net slash donate. Donate. (laughs) I get the app on my phone, so I just go there. Yeah. But yes, Patreon is our platform. Um, but that's the the short URL we use. So so check that out. There's different support levels we have there, starting as low as one dollar. That gets you access to our downshift show, which we do right after Loud Pipes, and any of the members only videos or other posts that we have. The five dollar level then gets you into the clubhouse, which I know everybody enjoys hanging out. I don't think Roger enjoys it at all. <laughs> Hanging out in Slack, both Slack groups now. We have the main one for RW Studios, which is a paid version that lets us have more storage, unlimited archive. You can go back to the beginning of time on that one. 
And then we have the loud pipe Slack, which is run by the group that's community run. Create the guys create whatever channels that they want, um, share things, hang out. You know, it's a free one, so it's storage is limited, but that is completely run by the community. Does the storage go back before we upgraded to that level? It does. It does. You yeah, part of the upgrade unlocked yeah, all the history. Oh, wow. So the entire message archive is there, and I think at this point, 30 gig of storage for files like you know videos and pictures. Wow. Yeah, impressive. which we're not even close to exceeding. We have to post more stuff then. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we also have the barbershop level. Yeah. Rico. I know. Which we'll talk about. <laughs> it's always slacking in that area. Gentlemen. Huh. The barbershop level, which is $10 or more. There's no, there's no upper limit. We need to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and that includes everything that I already mentioned. Plus, we did a t-shirt this year. And we do something every year. Swag bag. Stickers, koozies, keychains. Rico will crochet you something you can play Cat's Cradle with. (laughs) (laughs) And the final one we have is the Slack Pack, which was also an idea from the clubhouse. $13, and that is the people that really enjoy the Slack that we have. And since it's a paid version, um, that really is something to help us keep that going and and let us have the arc you know the unlimited archive and the storage so it's pretty cool we thank everyone shirts we handed out this weekend shirts so so far everybody that i have actually seen has a shirt has a shirt to this point and whoever i am seeing in person i will be handing delivering their shirts there is i think four people that i will not be seeing and they will and we're going to be mailing that. So Zion, uh, Squatchy Pete, Steven, and Jebby. Good to see Mike. Good to see Mike. Yep. Yeah. It was very cool to, see, yep. to meet the people that I chat with. All the time, messing yeah. with you all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, what's really interesting over here is what Rico is doing. We should get some video. Oh, I already have pictures. pictures. Yeah, great. Wow. That'll be the cover photo for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know what he does when he's on on the calls with us. I create create art. (laughs) While we're on the call, he's not paying attention to us, and he goes, huh? What? What? Oh. Now you know. This is what I do. (laughs) He gets bored and does weird stuff. I got to keep my mind busy. I think that's what, what that means is it was time to end the show. I think we went too long. You think? No, no. No? I like to multitask. Oh, okay. I multitask a lot. I didn't know if I was just putting you to sleep. No, I'll be asleep by now. Oh, okay. You always entertain me, Rich. Okay, okay. You're a good friend. All if, right. If Roger would be more talkative over here, because in Slack, he's, well, man, he hasn't been talking to He's Slack, tired. Dude. Leave him alone. Yeah, oh, man. Come on. He rode across country to see you. Prepping for our I think journey tomorrow. Uh, I think you need another. Dreading it. No. Are we doing a downshift? Well, that's that's not the end, but I I just want to mention one more thing. We'll end it and we'll switch to downshift. How about that? That sounds good. All right. So just one final time, I just want to offer my congrats to Roger and the team, which would include Chris Geis and Kevin McKinney. We for taking the home the MEC trophy. My brain. Trader. <laughs> 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 
we handed that out tonight at, at our Rails and Ales after party. That was a lot of fun. A nice group of people that showed up for that. It was fun. That was a good time. Did a little recording as well. And and I think Gina got the video. I think she took video of the trophy presentation. So we may have... Uh, your dad did, because I saw oh, on yeah. Facebook that there's some video of it being presented. I, I believe Gina got some. Oh, it's already posted. Never mind that. And to, I was going to say, it's going to be on the YouTube channel, but it's already out there. <laughs> to throw it out early on this. Yeah. I am thinking with our little pre-after chat tonight that Kevin talked to the owners of Rails and Nails, and they are welcoming us back for next year. So cool. point it out. I know we have not finished it, and I told Kevin, you know, he made it three weeks trying to make this event, and, you know, putting three weeks together to get an event done is, is not an easy task to get done, and I think he had 20, 25 people show up for the event, so that's really awesome, and I told him the next thing you have to do if you're doing it next year, you gotta start pumping now. You gotta get it. You gotta get it out there. So I don't think I'm gonna make it. No, you could fly. I don't think I'm gonna Trailer. make it. We'll go somewhere different. How's that? We'll come out to you. I like that idea. <laughs> so, yeah. You want to take that ride? Oh no, we'll fly. <laughs> well, if you guys <laughs> want to do a downshift, we'll shut this one down. All right. So we'll just give one final thanks to our supporters. That would be the Riders of Loud Pipes. Again, visit loudpipes.net slash donate if you're interested in that. And we'll have our additional information as usual for this episode on the website, loudpipes.net slash 137, if I have that right. There's some links there to leave us feedback, which we appreciate. Subscribe to the show and follow us on social media. Brother Hogan, kick stands up. Let's do this, Brutus. Johnny John, Pila, (laughs) Roger. Night all. (laughs) Good night. you for listening please consider supporting the show we offer generous rewards for your contribution find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate 